You are listening to Your Word on the Way. We trust the Word of God to encourage you, comfort you, and even challenge you as you grow in your walk with the Lord. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and podcast. Thanks again for joining us for Your Word on the Way. I'm going to share with you from Hebrews chapter 5. If you guys would, try to bring your Bibles from now on. I want you guys to get used to getting in in the Bible. I am somebody who really loves the electronic Bible because it's super easy just to turn turn to. But there's something about walking around with the Word of God. What's your name? Eber, but I go by EJ. EJ? Mm-hmm. Everybody please welcome EJ. Uh, I am so glad that you came and you're with us tonight. Who brought you here tonight? My grandma and my mom. Oh, awesome. Well, welcome. We have a, we have a small gift for you somewhere. I brought it, but we'll get it to you before you leave. There's something about having the Word of God, having your Bible, and being able to find things easily in the Word, and like go through it, and um, really know what God is speaking to you, and remembering where stuff is. I remember where stuff is in like my other Bibles, and then I get mad when I get a new Bible, because I forget where it is on the page. But anyway, we're in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11. Hebrews chapter 5. And we're going to go through um, chapter 6, verse 1. There is much more we would like to say about this, but it's difficult to explain. Especially, sorry, I didn't know that this was in here. Especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. When we don't listen to the word of God, it makes us dull to the things of God. Karina likes that. She's like, she likes that sentence. You're dull. That's like, that's like saying you're not sharp. If you're a weapon, should you be sharp or should you be dull? If you were a weapon, would it be better for you to be sharp or dull? Sharp. So as, as Christians, as believers, should, is it better for us, Rachel, is it better for us to be sharp or dull? Sharp. Very good. Um, so here the writer is saying, you're dull. You are spiritually dull because you don't listen. Has, have any of your parents ever told you you don't listen? Yeah. I'm a mom now, and I'll, that is that like 10 times a day. I'm like, you're not even listening. Um, so this is what the writer is saying. You're spiritually dull because you're not listening. Have any of you guys ever felt... And full disclosure, we can be honest with each other here. Have you ever felt spiritually dull? So the answer for for dullness is listening to the word of God. And not just hearing it with your ears, but letting it penetrate into your heart. We talk about that a lot um, here. Because it it can't just fall on, uh, like, cement. It's got to fall on good soil. And that good soil is your heart. Amen? You say amen. And so he's saying you're spiritually dull because you're not listening. So tonight, if you want to receive something from the Lord, you listen not just with your ears, you listen with your heart as well. So you have been believers for so long now that you ought to be teaching other people. 
Instead, you need somebody to teach you again the basic things about God's word. Everybody say basic. basic. You guys say like, oh, she's basic. He's basic. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, good job. I know something. Okay. So somebody needs to teach you the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk. Everybody go, wah. Wah. Okay. And you cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. Now, here is the... Here's the whole message that I'm about to bring to you, this next verse, but I needed to, to give you the backup, the context. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. So you're about to hear what some of the basic teachings about Christ are. The stuff that we should, like this is foundation. Everybody say foundation. foundation. For you to be able to, good job. For you to be able to build on anything, you need a foundation. I, I have a shed in my backyard, and I would love to just, like, make it a little bit bigger so that my lawnmower could fit it, because I have a, a ride-on lawnmower. So I would love to make it bigger. And then I was like, why don't I just move it to the other side? But you need a foundation to build anything on. Um, we hear in Scripture that if you, if you build your house on sand, what do you think is going to happen? It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna sink, it's gonna fall apart. You can't build a house on sand. If you have ever built a, car, a house of cards, how many of you have ever built a house of cards before? Do you know what cards are? Yeah, like, okay. So if you build it on carpet, like, it's gonna fall over. As soon as someone steps on the side, it's gonna, like, you know, tilt it just enough that it's going to fall over. But if you build it on something like a countertop, it's going to be better. God bless you. And so we have to build on a foundation. So our lives with Christ, we have a foundation. Everybody say foundation. So here, what I'm about to read to you is the foundation, the basics. We can't even build anything yet before we have these things down, okay? Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds, another version says dead works, and placing our faith in God. Everybody say repent, repent. from dead works. Also say put your faith, put your faith. in God. Those are two of the first of several different things that are your foundation in Christ. Do you know that Jesus didn't go around making altar calls and saying, like, if you need to believe in me, come up forward and I'm going to pray for you. What he said was, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When Jesus said repent, when John the Baptist said repent, he was saying, you need to make a change. There needs to be a turnaround. You need to, the direction that you're going, you need to do an about face. Everybody say about face. And you need to go the opposite direction. When we repent, when we give our hearts to Jesus, it's not just 
about coming up to an altar and offering ourselves as a sacrifice to him. It's also about denying ourselves daily. It's about dying to ourselves. It's about not going after our own sinful pleasures. It's about not going after what we think is right. It's about going after what he said is right. And so this is number one about your foundation in Christ is repent from the dead works. Repent from the evil deeds. Repent from doing the things that don't belong in your life. So think about sins. You can think about evil things. But also I want you to know that dead works is something that is lifeless. So it doesn't even have to be wrong for you to be doing it. You could be doing something that has no value doing something that has no purpose. It doesn't bring you enjoyment. You're just doing it to do it. It's like a routine. It's just something that you do. We need to be people that don't just try to kill time. Amen? How many of you have ever tried to kill time because you got something else that you would like to do like three hours from now? But right. The Bible says redeem the time. Make time your slave. Make time serve you rather than you trying to kill time, trying to waste time so that I could get to that thing that I really wanted to do. You could actually use time to your advantage and God can do something miraculous and marvelous with the time that he's given you by you repenting from those dead, lifeless deeds works. There's also a thing that you should know is that once we come to Christ, okay, let let me say it this way. You having a relationship with Christ is not dependent on what you've done or what you haven't done. And in simpler terms, you cannot work for a good relationship with Jesus. You can't make God love you. You can't make God choose to forgive you of your sins by how good you act. That is not how we get saved. How do we receive salvation? Does anybody know? How do we receive salvation? Amen. So if we confess with our mouth and if we believe in our heart, does that have anything to do with my actions? No. Does that Bible verse say, if you are perfect? No. Does the Bible verse say, um, if you stopped talking back to your teacher? No. It says, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. That is how you get a relationship with Jesus Christ. Once you have a relationship, though, it should change you. That relationship should change you because you're one with him. And that should be a sign to other people that you have a relationship with Jesus. This is the foundation. This is what we build on is us repenting, us turning from the way that we were living and turning towards the way that we can live because Christ empowers us. Everybody say foundation. foundation. You, we can't go past the foundation. Turn from your evil deeds. Stop messing around. Don't be cursing. Our mouths should only have wholesome talk coming out of it. Don't let your eyes be looking at filth on, on your phone or on Instagram, on TikTok. Don't be talking garbage to your friends. It's not cool. It's not Christ-like. And that doesn't show that you've changed and you've turned around. Do you know that you can repent? Do you know that you can change? You can turn around? 
It's because God has empowered us to by His Spirit. His Spirit lives inside of you. So you can say no to the things that you should say no to. You can say yes to the things that you should say yes to. Amen? So that we're not wasting our lives. We're not trying to kill time. But we can actually do something of value and importance. Not just for the kingdom of God, but also for you. He wants you to enjoy your life. Did you know that? Did you know? God actually wants you to enjoy life. He does. Now, some of us enjoy things that we shouldn't. And so those aren't the things that he wants us to enjoy. But those things are, are they're temporary. The Bible says that the pleasures of sin are temporary. They only last for a season. So I can give you the best example would be if you're, if you're somebody and you get drunk, you might feel good for that two hours or three hours. But when you wake up in the morning, there's something called a hangover, which is like a headache and you feel sick. Sin is temporary. The pleasures of sin are temporary. They're only for a season. They only last so long. Say you get with a guy or you get with a girl and you're like, my, my parents told me I'm not supposed to date anybody, but you date it anyway. And like it's all great for the whole first three hours. But on the fourth hour, you get into a fight and now you're mad at each other. Uh, sin is pleasurable only for a season. Everybody say a season. So repent. Turn from those evil deeds. If you haven't gotten past this, and listen, I'm not saying, like, if you're not uh, perfect in everything that you do, then you can't even build on your foundation with Christ. What I'm saying is get out of the habit of sinning. Get out of the habit of having a filthy mouth. Get out of the habit of looking at nasty things on your phone. Get out of the habit of having bad thoughts towards people. Get out of the habit of perpetually sinning against God so that he can bless you, he can work in your life, and you can mature. Everybody say mature. You can grow up in your walk with Christ. Did you know that? It's not just all about the same things over and over again and again and again and again. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, something should shift. Something should change. You should be different from the people around you. If you look just like the person who's next to you, who's not a believer, if your life looks exactly the same, something is wrong. Everybody say wrong. Something is wrong. So be encouraged. You don't have to live life with lifeless deeds, meaning stuff that's meaningless. Your life can actually have purpose, and he has empowered you to have purpose. Amen?